Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Hope you're doing well, brothers and sisters. Today's subject matter is zakat. We come back to this very common question who is liable to pay the zakat and who is allowed to receive the, the zakat as well. And it's very, very important, as we know, paying zakat, paying towards charity is a fundamental of Islam. But unfortunately, a lot of us don't know the mechanics of how to do it. We might be paying a charity thinking that this is zakat, when in reality the cause isn't zakatable. The person that is going to or the charity is, is eating up the, the your zakat money and admin cost or delivery cost and all these other things that can eat up. Now, this is our responsibility to do the research. It's not, the onus isn't on the, the company at the end of the day when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala asks us, where did you use the cat go? And we just said we just paid it to this company. And it turns out the company didn't even give the money out, for example, or they gave it to the wrong person, they gave it to people that weren't exactly needy of that. Uh, so the responsibility rests with us and on our shoulders. At the end of the day, it's our agenda that we're striving for. And we can't just say, go and ask so-and-so company where the money went. So it's our responsibility to educate ourselves. And this short lesson from Mufti Shabazz is very, very insightful. We touch upon this every week, a little session on zakat. Uh, inshallah, we're building up our knowledge. And every week where we get a little bit of knowledge, we just think about, okay, where's this money coming from? Who is it going to? Are they eligible for this payment? And that will help us safeguard the zakat that we're paying, that we're working so hard for and we're striving for, and then we pay, and then it's, it's of no benefit to us. So it will help us and educate us in that way, inshallah. So hopefully you get some benefit from this. And let's go. So, the big question is this. How do Muslims like us, who live busy lives in non-Muslim countries, remain strong in our faith and practice Islam while being surrounded by temptations and distractions, how do we reconnect with Allah and strive towards Jannah as one community of believers? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Ahmed Rehan and welcome to Jannah Talk. So if a, even a wealthy person is on a journey and due to theft or a person has gone on Hajj He's left without any funds. Even though at home he's very rich, but on his journey now he's got nothing left. He got robbed. <coughs> then, or he lost his money. Then he can't be helped with his zakat, um, zakat money, uh, just to the extent that he needs and he requires for his for the remaining journey. <coughs> Number nine says it is not permissible to give zakat to minor children, whose father is rich. So to give zakat to minor children who haven't yet reached the age of maturity, their father is rich. We can't give zakat to such children, such poor children. If however a child reaches maturity and is not rich himself, yet his father is rich, then it is permissible to give zakat to that child because he's now a grown-up adult himself. Okay. So whether his uh, whether his child uh, whether his father is rich or not, that doesn't matter now. He's a grown-up adult himself. If he doesn't have the minimum nisab, um, uh, the minimum zakatable uh, amount, which we've covered previously, that uh, to the value of 613, approximately 613 grams of silver, to the value of that gold, silver, cash, 
um, uh, merchandise, stock, shares, or items beyond his necessity, meaning something that he doesn't use all throughout the year. So if all of if adding the value of all of that does not reach the value of six, uh, approximately 613 grams of silver, then um, if it doesn't reach the value of that, then he can receive zakat. Number 10. What if the mother is rich? If the mother of the minor children is rich, but the father is not, then it is permissible to give zakat to such children. Because it's the father who is meant to um, take care of the maintenance of the children. So it doesn't matter if the mother is rich, but if father isn't, and the child is a minor child, zakat can be given to such children. <coughs> Sorry. Number 11. <clears throat> Anyone who is from the descendants of Nabi Ali Salatu's family, zakat can't be given to them. So this is what it says, it is not permissible to give zakat to the Bunu Hashim. The Bunu Hashim are those who are Sayyids. So nowadays they call them Sayyid. They have that name as Sayyid along with their other name as well. Some people just have that name Sayyid, so he has to be a genuine Sayyid in this in this term in this terminology that he should be from the family of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi the descendants of Fatima anha, or the Alawis, or the descendants of Abbas, Ja'far, Aqil, or Harith anhu, who are the sons of Abdul Muttalib. So they were the uncles of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi So any of their descendants or the descendants of Fatima anha, this is now immediate family of Rasulullah sallallahu an immediate family of Rasulullah from the ruling was you cannot give them zakat. Yes, you can help them with optional donations, yeah, but we cannot help them with zakat or anything which is uh, compulsory upon us to give. And that's what they're saying here. Similarly, no other form of a wajib sadaqah can be given to them. For example, nadr kafara. Nadr means woe. So if a person takes an oath or takes a woe that, you know, if my children become well, and they pick up their health, I'm going to read 10 rakats of Nafal Salah. <coughs> or um, or just say, uh, no sorry, not 10 rakats of Nafal Salah, I'm going to give um, 200 pounds in Sadaqah for example. Yeah, So that's another. He can't give that amount uh, to the Sayyids, the family of Rasulullah And Kafara, so if a person broke his oath for example, Kafara is upon him. If a person uh, deliberately broke his fast, there's a kafara upon him. If a person uh, went for Hajj and Umrah and uh, they carried out an act which was against the rules of Ihram, then kafara will come upon them. For example, so these amounts cannot be given to the family of Rasulullah. So any necessary or Sadaqat al Fitr, Fitrana that we give at the time of small Eid, this can't be given to the family of Rasulullah. Nafal Sadaqah and charity, however, can be given to them. <coughs> can zakat can we help disbelievers uh, through the zakat amount then says no zakat amount will only can only be given to a muslim same with all the other necessary sadaqahs like fitrana nadr kafara that we discovered but however general sadaqah other sadaqah general optional donation can be given to disbelievers and we can help uh, we can help their needs um, through, uh, th through the optional sadaqah. Turning the page, going to page 24, the rulings pertaining to giving zakat to masjids, madrasas, Islamic associations and groups is very important over this because 
must sometimes have the charity box, the donations, the safe. <coughs> People not knowing the Messiah, they put the zakat money in there as well without there being a dedicated area for zakat. So just put in general masjid donation, they're given the zakat, and there's some people do that. But zakat can't be given to a masjid. These masalaf have already been referred to under the heading the method of paying zakat and its ruling, but they will be mentioned here again in more detail due to their necessity. Number one, zakat is not considered as discharged un until a suitable recipient is made owner of it. We've covered this before. Tamlik is very important to give in the ownership of of the poor person. This is very important. Therefore, it is not permissible to use zakat money to build a masjid or, for example, to pay the funeral expenses of a deceased person who has not, no next of kin. So there's a person who has passed away without, uh, without any next of kin and you're using zakat money to pay for his funeral cost that you cannot use zakat money for that because the person who you're trying to help has passed away even though if they were entitled to receive zakat money but they're not alive anymore to take into the possession when they can't take into the possession your zakat will be null and it won't be classified as you have paid it <coughs> uh, or to pay the debts of the deceased so you said look hold on he had a lot of debts upon him. He was entitled to receive zakat. I'm going to pay off his debts through zakat. And you can't do that. The person not alive anymore to receive the zakat money and to bring it into his ownership. Because in such cases, no one is being made owner of the zakat. Number two, it is impermissible to give zakat money to a madrasa or association in which it is not spent on the poor but on workers, wages, or building work, etc. So in a madrasa where it's going not on the poor or it's going direct on the workers' wages on the building, then uh, then that's not valid. It has to be spent on the poor students. However, it is permissible to give zakat funds to a madrasa or organization which provides poor students or other um, or other poor people with free food. So that the zakat will only be considered discharged though when the money or its equivalent in food is given to the poor or other items, bedding and so on, are given to them and they are made the owners of the items. So uh, that's another question that comes up sometimes. Yeah. So if books or clothes are given as zakat to a madrasa, then the zakat is discharged only if deserving students are given ownership of them and they are not taken off them again, otherwise not. So again, Zahid Bhai and brothers, this is only this is in the light when there's no such agreement there uh, between the poor students and the head of the institute. Yeah, from uh, from from beginning, if there's no such agreement there that the head of the institute can receive zakat on their behalf, then in this case and scenario, what will happen is that um, they they have to spend the zakat money on the poor people, on the poor students. So then, if they're going to give them books, then they have to make them the owner of the books. If they're going to give them the food, then they need to be made the owner of the food and the clothing and so on. <coughs> uh, I think we'll... I'll just quickly try to read number four. Nowadays in the madrasa, students are generally not given ownership of books, but are given them on a temporary basis to be returned at the end of the year without them being made the owners of the books. It is not permissible to buy such books with zakat funds. Because you're just giving them to, to them to borrow and not to keep. Now, if you're going to use zakat money for that, then 
uh, in the absence of that clause in the in the actual uh, ad, uh, application form in the admission form then this is not sufficient it is not permissible to buy such books with a zakat fund similar similar is the case with clothing bedding which is just loaned to students however if the giver of zakat makes a poor student the owner of the books or bedding giving him the choice to do what he wants with them and then the student willingly donates them to the madrasa the zakat, the zakat is considered uh, considered discharged Okay, so the giver of zakat makes a poor student the owner of the books or or bedding, giving him the choice to do what he wants with them. Okay, you know, you do whatever you like with it, it's yours. And then he donates it to the madrasa, then it's used for the charitable cause for the future students, and that's fine. Now, whether these items are loaned to the students or given to them, the original zakat will be considered discharged. A benefit of this procedure is that as well as um, the giver of zakat gaining full reward for giving his zakat the poor student who gave these books etc to the madrasa will also receive the reward of nafal sadaqa so the student will uh, benefit here as well for donating to the madrasa as well inshallah we'll, we'll leave it here inshallah to be continued next week life permitting inshallah if you're enjoying this podcast we have one very special request could you please like and leave a review for this podcast, whatever you're listening to it, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Audible, Google, web browser, YouTube, Facebook, wherever you're listening to it, if you're enjoying this, please leave us a review. It really helps us spread the message and it helps more than you can imagine. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.